0: Dr. Peter Hotez was recently on Joe Rogan's podcast, and this is a very, very important episode of mine because I'm going to be covering a lot of the main points to take away from this. And a lot of these are very vital. You know, the U.S. has vastly underestimated this, and people don't realize how serious this is. And balancing the correct um, mindset in this is so important because you can be overwhelmed with false data just by looking at Twitter, looking at the news, things of this nature, And if you're not able to find that just the statistics and the facts and the people with a um, unbiased approach, which Peter Hotez and Joe Rogan, in my opinion, 100% are unbiased when it comes to this. They are purely looking for the good of humans. They are not looking for just media ratings, which is sadly what a lot of news organizations are. You know, they're businesses. They're ran by that. They're ran by money, ran by um, marketing. So some key topics we're going to cover today that, that they talked about you know hasn't peaked in the US this has not peaked yet a lot of people thought after trump said you know going back to uh going back after april 15th which he now has extended to uh basically to april 30th really that that's too early again it hasn't peaked in the US the data shows it will peak mid to late april and what you have to keep in mind is People in the U.S. highly underestimate this. So people are still being highly irresponsible and not realizing that you can be asymptomatic for up to two weeks. So asymptomatic means you're not showing any signs. So it can basically go under the radar and it can still spread to others. And the reproductive number, which is a number basically given to any virus that um basically identifies... You know, if one person is infected, how many people can they reproduce it to? So, how many people can they spread it to where they could catch it? And the number is two and four currently. Social distancing, the idea is getting that number one to one, basically. And, you know, this number again is how they spread it on average. So this isn't an exact number, but you're keeping that in mind the reproductive number is between two and four. And again, so you can have it for up to two weeks being asymptomatic, meaning you don't have any like key signs so you could be spreading it in this time and 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 then when it sets in in that 2 weeks you'll probably recognize that you potentially have it or have some form of it and the other insane thing and again these are just things to keep in mind you don't want to be overwhelmed with this but the crazy thing that they talked about was you can also spread it 5 to 6 weeks after you've recovered after you've had it so you can still be potentially in your system in a you know once you've developed antibodies so basically like High-level overview, not going uh, too in-depth on the details of antibodies. Basically, your body, um, if, if it's never been exposed to something, it won't have any antibodies built up. So this is why, you know, when um, Europeans basically came to the Native Americans and even, like, missionaries in the U.S., like, back in uh, the 1700s, when when they came and tried to, like, even help the Indians, uh, Native Americans, like, giving them Bibles and things like that, the Indians hadn't had any antibodies And this is how these um, missionaries and um, basically Europeans in general, people that weren't Native Americans, spread it to them because they weren't ready at all for it. So your body basically naturally will develop antibodies. And that's actually a potential cure that Dr. Peter Hotez talked about in this podcast with Joe Rogan. Again, highly, highly recommend you go listen to this. It's very, very important. It's only an hour, about an hour long. And, uh, you know, it's on YouTube or just whatever podcast app you listen to. Again, it's Joe Rogan um, Experience, episode 14,051, so 1451, and uh, it's Dr. Peter Hotez. But a potential cure is actually, um, you know, recovered from infected. The, uh, the people who have recovered from being infected, basically taking a blood sample with antibodies, so after they've developed this antibody in their system, and again, so basically not going in super detail with antibody, essentially your body creates its own immunity towards it. So these antibodies basically fight off the um, virus. And essentially, if you're able to take a blood sample, this is what Dr. Peter Hotez talked about, is this is a potential cure. Um, you can actually remove the blood, the red blood cells and ext- extract the plasma to use. So that plasma actually has some of the important factors to potentially get a cure and help other people that that have it. And, you know, one of the things is he says, um, hopefully by the summer, um, this won't be a huge problem, also potential to come back again. So again, people have too short of a time frame. Our our minds are wired to have expediency. There's something called commitment consistency bias in our minds. And uh, that mixed with contrast bias, and now we're talking about, these are Charlie Munger's 25 cognitive biases. We're basically things that are innately in our mind. So we have something called authority bias. So we see someone talking on the TV, that's an authority bias. Or we we have contrast bias. So you're looking on social media, looking at pictures of other people, you compare your current self with them. And again, these things happen subconsciously. So these are biases in our brain. And this commitment consistency bias is saying, you know, we're used to one, one way of life. So it would be uh, similar to, let's say, um, you know, if every day your routine would be you woke up in the morning, had pancakes with a bunch of syrup and uh, bacon and eggs and then one day somebody came in your house and they're like, no, you can't do that. That's commitment, that's just an example. It's kind of a dumb example, but that's commitment consistency bias. So you're basically like subconsciously committed and consistent with something. And then when something goes off the path, when something interrupts your pattern, um, then it, you don't like it. You're basically immune system, basically all the things in your body react to it. And um, the key in situations like this is, is to be proactive and realizing that basically what makes us unique, uniquely human is we have the ability to have basically the freedom of choose how we act between stimulus and response. So something that's a stimulus, you know, so you have your current self, who you are in this moment, or, you know, your identity that you've made up throughout your memories and things of this nature. And a stimulus. So this, a stimulus could literally be anything. So it could be someone telling you, again, not to eat pancakes and eggs. Or it could be uh, a notification on your phone. That's a stimulus. Literally anything, basically anything that enters into your mind that um, go, bypasses uh, your basically crocodile brain, which is your um, primal brain, you could say. Anything that bypasses that is a stimulus, so it hits your brain, then you have to decide what you're going to do with this stimulus, and most people just react. They're reactive, so so the stimulus hits, like if somebody cuts you off in traffic, that's a stimulus, so you were just driving along, minding your own business, or maybe you were in a hurry, and a stimulus hits, so somebody cuts you off in traffic, and then maybe like flips you <laughs> off or something. So most people's brain just goes right from stim- stimulus to response, so they just react, and this is a huge issue. Not realizing that what makes us innately human is there's there's a there's an in between part in these two. So you have the ability to choose how you react, which is the freedom to choose. And it's really really interesting. It may sound simple, but it's so vital you realize this. And you know, as kids, we're kind of taught to uh, you know react, react, be responsive, but. In many ways, practicing mindfulness, practicing meditation and um, really being able to control your thoughts help you do this. So in a time like this, the stimulus and I'm going to bring it back to the commitment consistency bias is, uh, you know, stimulus is this quarantine. So Many people are dying. There's thousands. There's is it over a hundred thousand cases in the U.S. currently? I can't remember. This week, I've really tried to stay out of the news cycle. I uh, run a business online, and I do these podcasts, and I read a book a day. So I, uh, you know, really try and not tune in unless it's something that's completely unbiased source like this, for example, this podcast with Joe Rogan and Peter Hotez, both in my opinion, unbiased sources, at least as unbiased as you can get. So what ends up happening is this stimulus of this whole situation creates an automatic response. And our response is when are things going to go back to normal because of this commitment and consistency bias. And then it compounds, it forms a feedback loop because of contrast bias in our brains. So we think of, you know, where how life used to be or how life could be. So we kind of project both in the past and in the future, um, you know, when, when everything was awesome, when the economy was incredible, when there was like things were flourishing, we didn't really realize how good it was. And now we're in this time of uncertainty. So we're like, oh, things are definitely going to go back tomorrow. Go, go back to normal. And the, what that is, is interesting. So that that's over-optimism bias. And that's another of Charlie Munger's 25 cognitive biases. The, and the, Again, these are from um, Poor Charlie's Almanac. It's really interesting. These are basically things that are innate in our brains. So a lot of the things happen in our subconscious and uh, we don't realize them. And you know, when you listen to Trump or you listen to the news, you gain uh, – basically, you gain um, – you kind of get over-optimism bias because it's authority. Remember, we talked about the authority bias if someone's on the TV um, that, that kind of makes you trust them innately. And uh, and then we have this liking, loving tendency, which is yet another cognitive bias. And I'm sorry if I'm annoying you with these, but it's just so interesting because it it really shows you the psychology of the American people, like what's going on and kind of the psychosis that's at play and the neuroticism. Truly, you know, if you if you even just glance at social media, I, I try and only spend like under half an hour a day at the end of my day once all my work's done, and I've completed everything, just to somewhat stay up to date and um, you know just in case something bad happens. But uh, it's just sad. The, the neurosis, you see, it's it's pretty insane. And what we realize is, like Peter, Dr. Peter Hotez says, is hopefully by the summer, this, will, this um, won't this will be a huge problem. Also, potential to come back again. So there's a potential, you know, if we get this fixed, and if we go back to normal, it, there is a potential that it could come back again. Because you have to remember that five to six um, weeks, you can still spread it after you've recovered. And again, I don't want to be gloom and doom about this. I'm just... Purely trying to give you the facts and some of my uh, insight as far as far as the psychology behind this, but um, you know some good sources that he talks about um, that show basically all the latest data that the scientists are using because again we don't have enough data on this and we it's it's such a new thing and we weren't prepared for it that uh. That we're very we it's it's a day to day thing. So BioRxiv and MedRxiv basically shows all the latest data for scientists and it's updated daily, if not hourly. And um, again, so it's BioRxiv and Med, so MedRxiv. And what's interesting is, you know, <sighs> this is the sad part. So the um, at the White House briefing yesterday. Uh, Trump and um, uh, Dr. Fauci talked about the um, the potential. And they at this point, they have to uh, definitely talk about the the downside and the kind of worst case scenario. They were saying around 100,000 to 200,000 Americans dead, which is just devastating. Like, I, I really can't even fathom that. And truly, truly, just we're living in insane times. And I, I mean, if there's anything you can do in these times is stay healthy, keep your immune system clean, and realize the reality of the situation. Don't fall into, oh, this isn't a big deal. You know, it's a joke. That's one of the worst mentalities. And you see that on social media. You see people saying that in the beginning. Oh, it's a joke. You know, this is this is something made up. No, this is not. This is legitimate. People are dying. It's, it's, not, it's not a joke. And that's why I really highly recommend you listen to this podcast with Peter Hotez and Joe Rogan because it's fascinating the detail they go into and Dr. Peter Hotez just talks about you know he realizes himself hasn't had a strong immune system because of lack of sleep and all of these things because he's constantly on these different news systems and uh, news networks and then he's like on Joe's thing and uh, you know now he's he's ton doing tons of study and waking up every day seeing the deaths and uh, it's really devastating but you know one positive thing I will say so What's interesting is the Institute for Health Scientists says only around 84,000 Americans will, and I shouldn't even say only, this is in contrast, again, this is a contrast bias, so this is kind of helping me at least see the brighter side, is uh, at least it's less deaths than expected and was said in last night's uh, news briefing, is that 84,000 Americans potentially could pass away in peak season. So we have to remember that we have not reached the peak season yet and the peak season will like like again all of this is changing every day so that you know tomorrow this could change we could be in a peak tomorrow we could be in a peak three months from now we really have no idea it's really a day-to-day thing that's why i'm doing these uh quarantine side chats daily which are kind of these like fdr inspired fireside chats um basically to, like kind of sharing my thoughts, my two cents, how I'm doing with this, and hopefully uh, giving you guys a little something you can tune into every day that's unbiased. Don't make any money from this. Don't have any um, incentives at all. So I'm not biased in any way. And I listen to pretty much unbiased news source. I don't consume any of the things that are uh, you know, completely left-wing and completely right-wing. And that's, that's really the sad part in all this is it's gone to such an extent that the left won't talk to the right. And I hope after this, you know, they Joe and Peter Hotez talk about this actually at the end of the, the podcast is um, basically they, they say, you know, this should show, if anything, that at the end of the day, we're all team human. We all want each other to live. And we've gone so far with these bipartisan politics, you know, the left and the right. You're terrible. He's terrible. She's terrible. Like all of these different things. Now it really shines a light on what actually matters, which is human life and happiness and prosperity, staying healthy. It's, it's just, it really shines a light on how things are happening. So, again, the Institute for Health Sciences says around 84,000 Americans potentially could pass away in peak season. And use that contrast bias in your brain for a positive manner. So, you know, that if you heard that 200,000 um, number, um, which is obviously they have to play the uh, play basically play devil's advocate um, because of what they've done in the past. The at these White House briefing, they've been basically wrong every single time. Um, that they they basically have to say this uh, this this number. So you know, continuing on. So we we remember that um, you know it hasn't peaked in the U S. Data shows it will peak mid to April. People in the U S. highly underestimate this. Again, hopefully by the summer, this won't be a huge problem, but there's also potential that it will come back again. And reproductive numbers between two and four, meaning that per person infected, this is how many um, it can spread to on average. And keeping a strong immune system and staying healthy stacks the deck in your favor. Very, very important to remember that. You know, there's not much you can do about this. There's not much you can do, but keeping an immune system, keeping an amazing immune system, getting enough sleep. Trying to stay away from as much stress as possible, this is one of the reasons why listening to just biased news sources that are constantly uh, berating you with these headlines and only just tuning in for maybe um, uh, hopefully under thirty under thirty minutes a day is ideal in my opinion and uh, and you know talking with people catch up call people call call somebody you haven't called in a long time. It's important you do this, especially in these times and um so. Keeping the stronger immune system and staying healthy again, it stacks the deck in your favor. It's it's not a one um one size fits all. Obviously, people have been infected who have great immune system. A great Olympic swimmer was infected and uh, recovered. But what what you need to keep in mind is just look up things about the immune system. I personally recommend lots of turmeric. Turmeric is a spice. Lots of uh, apple cider vinegar. I personally every day have a. Uh, A big glass of like I have a lot of tea and uh, hot drinks and then I have a lot of cold drinks So using those two I also take cold and hot showers and um, But anyways, the drink I make in the morning is always a decent amount of apple cider vinegar, like three or four tablespoons and then turmeric. I dump some of that in there and then hot water. And I drink that to start off the day. And um, that basically creates this uh, thermogenic effect in your body. Also a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. So um, there's a ton of things you can do with that. Lots of greens, lots of uh, lean meats, things of this nature. Try and stay away from like the candy. Do not be smoking or vaping. They talk about this in the podcast. So important. And um you know, potential care from uh, recovered infected again. So we talked about this. So a potential cure from the recovered infected is taking the blood antibodies, removing red blood cells and extracting uh, plasma to use. And, you know, I'm going to keep this to around 20 minutes. I was originally going to do 15, but, uh, it's, it's strange times we're living in. So I'm going to go a little bit longer. Um, I hope these podcasts, I hope this did not, um, really shine a bad light on the situation I purely want to bring you the facts I don't want to be biased and I'm not biased again I have no incentive either way I'm purely trying to provide information that I've learned about this and um, again I highly recommend you go listen to Joe's podcast with uh, with uh, Dr. Hotez very very important to listen to as well as you know Again, call people. Check in with your family. Check in with your friends. Make sure people are doing good because people are struggling in these times. You know, there's so many second order consequences of this, and I've I've talked about uh, this in other episodes. Is the second order consequences of the coronavirus? It's it's, again, the deaths are obviously the most. It's fatal. It's absolutely terrible. And one of the saddest things is the people that are in the hospital. You have to keep in mind their family can't visit them. So you know, uh, Michael Yo actually put up. I was listening to somebody else 's podcast, and he uh, had a video of it i don't I never look at instagram but um i don 't even have an Instagram for myself. I have them for businesses that I run in consulting but uh I basically schedule all the things in a third party app so i 'm never on Instagram because of there's too many cognitive biases basically at play there and uh it can really mess with your head so he was talking about you know this guy named Michael yo who 's a comedian um posted a video and I, I recommend you go listen to that it's really interesting you know he says you know the, for all the people out there the conspiracy theorists that think this is a, you know that think this is a quote-unquote a joke you need to look at what's actually going on you know people are dying in the hospitals and uh Michael Yo was in the hospital he had not only the coronavirus but pneumonia at the same time and he was able to recover luckily but um it's it's a really great video and I, I heard the audio of it and uh, what he says is, you know, again, people are dying. And when they're in there, they tell you, you you know, your family cannot come to see you. So it's, it's just there's a lot going on. So on a brighter note, remember that, um, you know, maybe look into the 25 cognitive biases, read a bit more. And um, again, my podcast, I do at least three to four podcasts a day. Some days I might even be doing five. I keep them around five, 10, and 15 minutes. Usually we do three a day on average, and I read a book a day. So I'm kind of bringing you the knowledge from those things, a lot about neurology, a lot about business and um, psychology, things of, things of this nature. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone's staying healthy out there and staying um, in, the, in the right mindset with this, making sure that you have the right information. You're not listening to biased news source, and then tune out. So only a little bit a day, especially in these times where you, you have abundant information, you need to set rules for yourself. You can, If you have an iPhone or basically any phone, go in settings, set a um, screen time app and make sure you're, you, uh, there's basically a screen time setting. You can even search this on an iPhone, which is called screen time. Um, I personally try and keep mine under an hour on my phone a day. But uh, that can be hard for some people to do. And most of that is just business related or working on this podcast, you know, putting this out to people. Um, So thank you very much for listening. Again, I hope everyone's staying safe out there. All the best to everyone. And, um, you know, keep brighter things in mind. If anything, this should show you the, um, you know, the importance of community, the importance of life and happiness. And, uh, you know, as Seneca says, you know, on the shortness of life is most people never truly live life. Most people just pass time. So live life. Don't be the mass of men who live live lives of quiet desperation. What's called resignation is confirmed desperation. Live your life, do the things that you're passionate about. And to end it on a comedic note, (laughs) go listen to a Joey Diaz's podcast with him and Joe Rogan. But I One thing that I love and something that you can think about, especially if you're uh, kind of in my demographic, if you're listening to this, you know, in early 20s, um, even before your 20s and really any age is, uh, you know, pursue your passions. And as Joey Diaz says, if you've always wanted to be a painter, we'll go get some crayons, bitch.